Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast or welcome to the podcast if this is your first episode that you are tuning in for. Either way, I'm very happy to have you. If you're not already, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. Pretty sure you can subscribe on just about any platform that you listen on. And this is just better for you because when you're subscribed, you get notified of new episodes. Although typically new episodes come out every single Tuesday, but I would love to continue to grow this community and subscribing helps me do that. Kind of makes this thing official, if you know what I mean. But anyway, let's dive into today's topic. We are chatting about change, embracing change and stepping into a new season. And this idea kind of came to me the other day on one of my daily walks with my two little pups. And it's really starting to feel like fall here in New York. The seasons are changing. And for me, this is something that is exciting and uncomfortable at the same time. It's exciting because I grew up in Southern California where there are essentially no seasons. I guess technically there are, but it doesn't feel like it. And so to be in New York City and have actual seasons and feel the change is so fun for me. And I feel like it helps give me a little better grasp on time, but it can also feel a little uncomfortable because it signifies change. I'm a very routine oriented person. I always have been. And I was extremely rigid about my routine when I lived in LA. And since moving to New York, I've really tried to move away from that because I felt like the rigidity was not serving me anymore. Consistency is great, but it can make life feel a little monotonous sometimes. And I think many of us avoid change because we are afraid. The what ifs, the anxiety, the unknown, all of that can be really scary, but it can also spark new life and creativity and joy and excitement and something new. And it might sound a little crazy, but as I was walking and the air felt a little more crisp than it has so far this year, and the leaves are looking a little different and the energy in the air is feeling a little different, it just got me starting to think about change and how powerful it is to embrace change. A lot of us want to resist change because we think if we can recreate the same day or the same situation, then we might be able to control the outcome in hopes of keeping ourselves safe. But to resist change is to resist the very essence of life. The only constant in life is change. Everything is always changing. And again, I am a big proponent of routines and consistency, and I think there's a time and place for both of those things. But I also think it's equally important to embrace change and create change when it's needed. Change is inevitable. 
And even though it often feels uncomfortable and can sometimes be confronting and scary, it can also be the catalyst for transformation and personal growth, right? Change is a fundamental aspect of life. It comes in so many different forms. On a macro scale, major life events can change your experience and you and the course of your life. And on a micro scale, there are small daily transitions and changes that occur, some of which you might not even be aware of. We are changing on a cellular level on a moment-to-moment basis. Our bodies are not the same on a moment-to-moment basis. So to think that you can avoid change altogether, I say this with peace and love, is a little ignorant because you can't avoid change. You can trick yourself into thinking you can avoid change, but change is inevitable. And learning to accept change and maybe even get to a place where you can embrace it, I think will allow you to ride the wave a little easier. Ride the wave with a little less resistance. Yes, we as humans are seeking comfort and consistency brings comfort, right? When we believe that we know what's coming, we can sit with a little more ease. And when we don't know what's coming, it can sometimes intimidate us and make us feel a little more anxious. But that's just because we haven't shifted our mindset around change and the unknown. I even see this fear of change play out in the way that I personally relate to other people. And I'm sure some of you listening will resonate with this. But as I have continued on my self-development and personal growth journey, and I've grown as a person, I've heard from not a ton of people, but enough people for me to mention it, the statement of, you've changed. And my response and thought on this is always, well, yeah, I hope so. Because by remaining the same, think about, I've talked about this before in another episode, I know, but think about a heart rate monitor. A beating heart is a sign of life, right? And on the heart rate monitor, the lines are going up and down and up and down and up and down. There's change. There's movement. To stay the same would be to flatline, which equals death. I don't want to remain the same. I want to be alive. I want to keep changing. I want to keep evolving and growing and expanding. So I hope that I have changed and I hope to continue to change. Of course, My personal core values and convictions and my character and the things that I stand by that are important to me and my personal values, those typically don't change, right? How I feel about lying, cheating, stealing, how I treat others, etc. Those things I'm pretty unwavering on. If anything, I stand firmer in them the older that I get. But all of the other things in life the way that I view the world and the way that I handle uncomfortable situations or discussions or the way that I am in romantic partnerships or friendships or my boundaries around who and what gets my time and energy or the way that I work or maybe even the way that I eat or the way that I move my body, etc. I am always looking to change those things for the better because if I stayed the same, I wouldn't be where I am today. Every good thing in my life that I have now is a result of change. Every bad habit that I've broken is a result of change. Every good person that I have in my life, every relationship that I have in my life is a result of intentional change. If I remained the same as I was, let's say, seven years ago, 
I would still be attracting people, things, and opportunities that were low vibrational because I didn't have a good view on myself. My core values were out of whack. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have any self-worth, etc. Those were all things that I had to change. So when people are like, you've changed. Yeah, you bet I have. I've definitely changed. And thank you for noticing, you know? So change is not such a bad thing. I even would see it in my classes that I would teach at Allo Yoga as a yoga teacher. My students coming in and expecting for their yoga practice to be exactly the same as it was the day prior. The frustration that would ensue when they couldn't get into wheel pose or they did a headstand one day and then couldn't do it the next. And I just would always think in my mind, the expectation of things to be the same is where you are creating suffering. The problem is not that you are not able to access it today. The problem is your perspective on this, you know? And when we think about change, we have to acknowledge that there are different types of change. Some change is out of our control. Change in general is inevitable, right? But there is some change that we simply cannot control. For example, we cannot control the changes in our bodies. We can try to slow it down, but a part of life is that our bodies will change and they will age. If we are so lucky, we cannot change the fact that our time on this planet is finite, right? An inevitable part of life is that our lives as we know it will come to an end. I know that sounds pretty morbid, but it's the truth. So it's worth acknowledging. That change we can't control. But then there is another type of change that is intentional that we can seek out in an effort to grow and expand. And in my opinion, the best way to know when to tap into that intentional change is through self-check-ins. I talk about this a lot on this podcast and on my platforms because it's something that I do regularly and it's something that I teach and share in the Yoga Inspired Life program. It's also a big piece of the puzzle in my two new upcoming programs that I'm working on currently. And that is because this gives you an opportunity to take inventory of your life and of how you're showing up in a radically honest way so that you can keep what works and change what doesn't. And even when you have awareness around things that aren't working and you know you need to change them, it doesn't make them any less scary. But choosing to feel the fear and do it anyway and choosing to embrace change in general, even if there's a little bit of fear, is a way to minimize stress and anxiety. I think instead of expecting things to stay the same, if you expect change, then you're more prepared for change when it arrives. Not if it arrives, but when it arrives, because again, change is inevitable. I also think that embracing change and acknowledging that things will likely change has allowed me to savor the present moment a little bit more and enjoy whatever is happening in the now a little bit more because I know that it will not stay the same. Okay, so if you're listening and you're like, okay, I get it. Change is inevitable. I want to embrace change, but how exactly do I embrace change? First and foremost, I think it's about your mindset. Shifting your mindset around change can be a powerful tool for you to start to embrace change. Change often challenges our comfort zones. 
and forces us to confront the unknown, which can trigger fear and anxiety because we're leaving behind the familiar. But again, keeping at the forefront of your mind that within change lies the potential for personal growth is the thing that, at least for myself personally, allowed me to continue to step into the unknown. It's an opportunity for you to shed old ways of being and embrace a new perspective and a new version of yourself and your life that will hopefully bring you more joy. It all starts with your mindset, acknowledging that change is the only constant in life, shifting your narrative around change. Maybe it's currently change is bad, change is scary. Shift that narrative to change equals an opportunity for growth and evolution and learning. Try to replace the fear and anxiety with curiosity and excitement. Anytime I start to feel butterflies that I want to label anxiety around something new or different, instead of reaffirming to myself, wow, I'm really scared or, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious. I'm so nervous. I will out loud change the narrative and speak to myself and affirm that I'm excited. I'm not nervous, I'm excited. Putting an end to the resistance that we have to change can be challenging, but like with anything, embracing change can become a habit. Just like resisting change can be a habit, embracing change can become a habit. And it starts with you reframing your perspective on change. I know it is easier said than done, but you have to try to see change as a chance for a fresh start or a new adventure or a new possibility of something great instead of a threat. And it should also bring you comfort to know that if you do choose to make a big change, it doesn't have to be permanent. You can make a new choice and change again. That's the magical power that we have in having the power of choice. For example, when I was thinking about moving to New York, I had never lived anywhere but Southern California. And thinking about moving to the East Coast where I knew one person and I had no ties, no experience, knew nothing, really had nothing here, was really scary. That change sounded really big and scary. And even though I had a lot of intuitive nudges that it was the right thing, I was listening to my intuition, I got many signs from the universe that it was the right thing, and I obviously was super excited about doing something new. I also knew that if I made this change, and if for some reason I got here and decided that it was a no-go for me, that I could make a new choice and change. I didn't have to stay here forever. I knew that I would at least learn something about myself. I would gain intel. I would grow. I would increase my bravery and resilience by trying something new. You know, so a lot of the questions that I've seen in my inbox lately have been around, I'm wanting to become a yoga teacher or start a new business or move somewhere new, but I'm afraid. And my answer is always, if you have that intuitive nudge, you should try it and know that There's an adjustment period and it's going to be a little scary and it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but you can always make a new choice if it doesn't end up working out. If it doesn't end up feeling good, you can change again. This supports the theory that I was just speaking about, which is that the only constant in life is change. Change is inevitable. Nothing is permanent. That can sound really scary to people, but it also should feel very freeing because 
we can use that impermanence to our advantage and try new things and change and evolve and make a new choice and then another new choice. You know what I mean? On the same topic of your mindset, which I think is the most important thing when it comes to embracing change, having a mindfulness practice is going to be really helpful, like meditation or a pranayama or otherwise known as a breathwork practice. These practices can help you stay present and help you learn how to harness your anxiety and more specifically, any anxiety that you might have related to change. I also think that these practices can help you learn how to adapt to new situations and teach you how to regulate your own nervous system, which is oftentimes the captain of our anxiety. We can regulate our nervous system through the breath, through focusing our thoughts on what we choose to focus on, which can ultimately help us shift our mindset. I think too, taking time to sit with yourself and break things down can be really helpful. Think about all of the possibilities and let yourself acknowledge all of the possibilities, whether the possibilities be exciting or scary. Then you're taking away some of the unknown, right? Which will help eliminate some of the fear because you've already thought of the fact that things could go wrong or you might hate it or it might not work out, etc. Then you're prepared. I would always tell myself when I would approach something new, if I had a thought that, well, I might not like it, I don't know, I would just remind myself that I'll be okay no matter what. If I quit my bottle service job to pursue my content creating and yoga teaching job and things didn't work out, I could get another bottle service job. There's lots of nightclubs and bars. I'll be okay. And I know that that approach or my situation might not be the same as everybody's situation, right? Your job might be more difficult than my previous job, but I do think moving away from looking at things in absolutes and instead trusting that you'll be okay no matter what is incredibly helpful. Even if you do have a job that you perceive as a one-of-a-kind job that you are thinking about leaving, I guarantee you that if you left and made a change and then decided the change was not in alignment and wanted to go back to your previous job, that you could probably find another opportunity. Change doesn't have to be the end-all be-all and removing that fear is incredibly helpful. I think having a strong self-development practice, self-discovery practice is of the utmost importance as well. And within that self-development practice, again, meditation, journaling, having a creative visualization practice, reflecting through journaling, future journaling, which is deeply tied into manifestation, and just having an overall positive outlook on the change that you are embarking on can be incredibly helpful because it's all about your energy. It's all about how you're approaching change. You can manically approach change and have a victim mentality and kind of allow yourself to be almost whipped around by the changes that might occur. Or you can choose to be an active participant and intentionally choose to focus on the positives and trust and know that everything is always working out for you and that you'll be okay no matter what. You always have the power to make a new choice. The last couple things I want to say before I let you go is that you also must commit to remaining flexible. You have to understand that change is often unpredictable. And I think that if you can approach change with a willingness to adapt your plans and strategies as 
things evolve, that you'll be able to ride the waves of change with a little bit more grace. This is something that has been incredibly challenging for me because as I mentioned, I'm very routine oriented. I have experienced trauma in the past. I have experienced change in a big way that was out of my control in my childhood. And those experiences fostered an innate need within me to try to control things, right? Out of a fear of getting hurt and out of a need to protect myself, which makes complete sense, right? But this rigidity and need for control kept me small and kept me in situations that were not aligned with me for way too long. And the irony is that while I was trying to protect myself, I actually ended up stunting my growth. And through the work that I share in the Yoga Inspired Life program and through having that awareness around the reality that I had a resistance to being flexible as well as a resistance to change, I was able to start to lean into more flexibility, more adaptability, more understanding, which ultimately allowed me to embrace change with more ease and grace. And on that note, while the past is in the past, I think in terms of learning to embrace change, you can take a lot from your past experiences, reflect on previous times when you faced change and were able to successfully navigate the change, even if it was a bumpy road or it took a little longer than you would have liked to, reflect on moments or situations in the past where you experienced change and you sorted it out for yourself. And use those experiences as a source of motivation, strength, and evidence that you are capable of navigating change. You have to learn how to be your own cheerleader here. I think it's great if you have a supportive environment and you are able to surround yourself with people who support your efforts to embrace change. And if you are able to access therapy, that's also super helpful. But I know that that is not something that everybody has access to. I know I didn't have access to that for a long, long time. And so I had to learn how to support myself. I had to make the choice to do what I could to avoid people who were negative or resistant to change themselves because that energy and attitude is contagious. And the fact of the matter is that a lot of people do not embrace change because just like we spoke about at the beginning of this episode, change can be scary and confronting. And it's not necessarily in our human nature to want change. So oftentimes when you are choosing the path of change or you are choosing to embrace change, there may be some people in your life or people that you encounter that are going to project their own fear onto you. And you have to almost put a protective bubble around yourself and allow them their own feelings while you honor yours and while you choose to embrace change. Because again, change is a constant part of life. You can try to resist change, but as the old saying goes, what you resist persists. And I think that by resisting change, you can often create more challenges than whatever possible problems the initial change would have had by itself. You know, it's not about denying your feelings. I'm not telling you to not feel fear. I'm not telling you to not feel any type of way. I want to validate your feelings, and I think it's important that you accept your feelings. It's totally natural to feel anxious or uncomfortable when you are facing change. And I'm not suggesting that you suppress or repress these emotions, because 
I did that in the past and I'm here to tell you it doesn't work. But instead, I'm asking you to acknowledge them and let them be a part of the process. Two things can be true at the same time. You can choose to embrace change and step forward towards change while still feeling uncomfortable or anxious and maybe even a little scared. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please share it on your Instagram stories or share it with a friend. If you are embracing change, I hope this gave you some inspo to continue to move forward bravely. If you are thinking about making a big change, I hope this helps you feel empowered to step forward. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so, so much, and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.